Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Elaine? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Elaine. Who are you, Kiana? <laughs> and I'm Kiana. And today, we're recapping Season 5, Episode 2, The Preppy Murders. Mm. Mm. And it's past midnight, and we are feeling <laughs> we are crazy. Getting crazy. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? <laughs> I feel like we're in the blooper reel of a sitcom, and these are all just like the moments where we crack up laughing yeah. when we're trying to be serious. Either that or there's a gas leak. <laughs> it could be either. It could be either, yeah. Yes, it's that's awesome. How, that's how the shows really got blooper reels. Like, the Golden Girls, they hated each other. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam. Uh-huh. Are you ready for two truths and a lie? Oh, yeah. All right, our first one. <laughs> sorry. Can you two look at each other or not? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, our first one is Jelly Bean is the auteur. Okay. Number two, Pops is a serial killer. Okay. And three, Charles is a murderer. Oh, okay. Well, that one seems obvious. So I think that, wait, I guess two truths in the lie. I guess the lie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess Pops is a murderer is the lie. Right. What? He's... A sweet, innocent man. Yeah, so who, far. who would never be a serial so killer. So far. Everyone has skeletons in their closet. So, okay, so Jellybean is the auteur. Yes. Which, like, we guessed. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's but pretty good. shout out to the fans. I would not have thought that, at least as early as I did, or as confidently as I did, without those fan theories. Yeah. They did good. It was, it was yeah. kind of surprising. Yeah. Speaking of the fans, there was this weird bit of media coverage that came up Last week, I think, there was a an interview with Lily Reinhardt from um, Seventeen Magazine, and she basically said in the interview that Barchi is confirmed for season five. Shush. But it was fake. Someone what? impersonated Lily Reinhardt to Seventeen Magazine. No. This, this article does not exist anymore. They deleted it. They scrubbed the internet for it what? because it's like, how do you impersonate? How do you impersonate a person? To to spread your fandom, to yeah. spread your ship, and and not think anything is going to come from it. It's just oh so goodness. crazy. This is real. This is real. This happened. That's literally. Lily Reinhardt said, "Like I didn't do that interview. What is this?" <gasps> and then it's gone. It's like off the internet. Oh my goodness! And that's, that's literally crazy. a crime too. Like to impersonate someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my so funny. main question is wow. why. Why are you a Barchi shipper to begin with? My Valid. second question is, why do you care about it so much that you would go to such lengths? Like, would you ever, as as Bughead shippers, do this? No. No. Yeah. Bughead's canon. We wouldn't need to anyway. <laughs> so, like, mean girl being like, Bughead's canon, loser. No, but in all seriousness, like, Well, no, you wouldn't need I to wouldn't... anyways for any reason. No, It's like, not going to happen. You made well, that up. Yeah. What did they think was going to happen? The writer's going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, that's in the interview? Well, we better, we better scrap the, the script. Yeah, like... Bring everyone back they're in confirmed. for COVID testing. Yeah, they're confirmed now. Let's get into the episode. Do we already yes. do two in line? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, Pop so... Pop is great. Pop that's is amazing. great. Mm-hmm. It still bothers me that his name isn't Pops. Pop just doesn't sound like a real name. Pop Tate is his name. Yeah. But we call him Pops, which is wrong and cringy, but... 
It just feels natural. Cringy. Well, it's like it's like if we called you Sam's all the time. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> so in this episode, there is a lot. Yeah. Like throwing it back all the way to like season one with some of the stuff in what? this episode. Okay, so we're gonna start with Veronica. So first of all, you know, last episode. Her and Archie broke up at prom. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And Veronica was like, you know what? We're just going to make it through these last few weeks of school, and then we'll go our separate ways. But beginning of this episode, they're getting their caps and gowns for graduation, and Veronica's like, Archie Kins, hi, let's get our cap and gown. And Archie's like, what are you doing? (laughs) And she kisses him. Yeah. And Archie's like, what? And she's like, we're going to pretend to be together because if we don't, then we're going to have to explain to everyone and give them the truth, which is going to ruin Bughead, or we're going to have to lie to them. So they're just pretending everything's fine. Good for them. And Veronica's working at Pops and has to, get this, take out the trash. The bag was in her hand. Wow. Yes. But something terrible happens, obviously. Yes. Obviously. (laughs) The only reason she would take out the trash is for a plot point. You know. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't just character growth because she started the season saying, I've never taken the trash out, Daddy. That's right. Yeah, this is an important moment. Yeah. This is more than that. Yeah, so something terrible does happen. She goes out to the dumpster Mm -hmm. and the Malloy family is there. So, you know, Hiram had previously the rum people who are oh, the, okay. the, the one that killed the, yes. the main guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now they want revenge for Hiram killing their daddy. So they're about to shoot Veronica in the back of the head when all three of them pew, 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 get shot in the head by Hermosa. She has like a pistol with a silencer. This, this again. And yeah. now she's a spy. <laughs> she's everything that you need her to be yes i don't need her to be anything <laughs> okay so she has a silencer gun and veronica's just okay with that well i mean she saved her life i mean but she I is guess. like super freaked out about it though i, I would mean, be too she, yeah i mean she almost died and she had to take the trash out which is traumatizing enough yeah well, this is why she doesn't take out the trash exactly yes in the future her future self comes back in a, in <laughs> to tell her yeah, don't never do it. Yeah. yeah, so they go home and they talk to Veronica's mom and they're like, daddy got me almost killed because he's been out beating people up and killing people and back to his mob stuff. So we're going to plan a hostile takeover. Of, of what? The of, company. Okay. Of, yeah, all Hiram's business. And he's like, girls, what are you doing? They're like, we want you to retire because you're sick and you're getting us in trouble and you just need to chill. And Hiram says, no, all I need to do business is... (laughs) (laughs) Read it. Read what you typed. (laughs) What? My dentist? (laughs) My dentist. No. (laughs) My distance. (laughs) My fists. Okay. No, you have to fix this. (laughs) Okay, he says, all I need to do business is my fists and a gun. Okay. That's that's what everyone needs. What did you typo? (laughs) I said, my distance and a gun. It's not even funny. It's just wrong. We're just tired secretly. Secretly. (laughs) 
His fists in a gun. Yeah, it's all he needs to run a business. <laughs> different yeah. things. He's like, like I'm fine. I, I okay. No, right. we have the gun in one hand and just a fist. Yeah. <laughs> when he said that, did he like flex his like biceps when he did? And then when he, he said ripped gun? his shirt off. Please. Yes. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. That's okay. But you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll make fan art of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that quote. Yeah. Like, 2009 style, like, pick monkey edit. Yeah. Oh. And then I'll, like, put it on the back of my pickup truck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so anyway, obviously, they didn't convince him with that. So, Hermosa stages him to get, like, beat up. Because last time he was beat up, Veronica helped him. And it was, like, kind of telling him, like, oh, Veronica will help you. It's fine if you're doing all this, like, secret mob stuff. Uh-huh. But Hermos was like, no, I'm going to get daddy beat up and you're not going to help him this time. And it's going to like convince him that he's like alone in this and he doesn't have your support. Okay. So she played real dirty, just got her father beat to a pulp. So Hermosa mm-hmm. has context to just like get him beat up? Yeah, I guess she's got goons. Who, Who is knows? she? Who is she? She's like she's a, a private, private investigator. investigator. <laughs> Does it mean don't anything, you though? know that... If you're a private investigator, you also have goons. Who will follow you to, to a small town in Vermont. Yes. yes. And are ready to beat up your dad. Yes. yes. At a moment's notice. I no like, questions asked. I feel like you two are secretly private investigators. Do we have goons? You could. I couldn't know. You just seem to know a lot about private investigators. I know lots about goons, so. Hmm. I don't even know. I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, because you're not a private investigator. <laughs> Obviously. No. So anyway, that is like kind of his final straw, and he tells the family that he is going to take a break and just chill and like take a vacation to the Cayman Islands. Mm. It sounds like a long trip. I don't know how you do that when you're the mayor of a town, but whatever. He's gonna do it. And when you have a debilitating <laughs> disease. Yeah. <laughs> Also, that statement sounds like something an influencer would say um, what, after they get canceled or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take a little break to the Cayman Islands and focus on myself. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know Hiram Lodge is an influencer? I would follow him. In the underworld. <laughs> in the underworld, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but Hermione's about to be an influencer because, twist, she's like... Honey, I'm not coming with you to the islands. I'm divorcing you, and I'm going to become a real housewife of New York. What? Yes. What? Yes. Yes. That's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You love the housewives, though. Aren't you excited? Where do you want to watch Hermione Lodge? No. (laughs) Also, okay, can you be a housewife if you're divorced? Yeah, most of them are. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Then they're not a wife. They were a wife, though. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you have a house. right? (laughs) If you have a house. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a house, therefore. Okay. I'm not going to get into the logic of, like, how housewives casting works and, like, you have to, like, know someone, be on the show or whatever. I'm not going to get into that. I've already spent too much breath on it. (laughs) Does she know someone? Are they just looking for an out for her that's, like clean cut and like is this the last we're gonna see of Hermione and Hermosa nope Hermione Um, and Hiram well um I did hear that the actress who plays Hermione is not gonna be in season five okay okay but that was news and then COVID happened and then she was like no I'll come back and then she says she's not coming back again well this is the thing is it's murky so I'm not sure so this could be the last we see of her or she may have like pop in a little bit but she may not be like a regular in the next season that's my guess could be all right. And in this episode, too, 
Do you remember everything that happened with Cheryl and Tony? Yeah, Tony's grandma hates the, the Blossoms. The Blossoms, <laughs> because they stole their land way mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. So Cheryl, you know, she really wants to fix this issue with their families because she wants to be a Tony, and she doesn't want there to be this bad blood. So she gathers this whole little Blossom, like, Zoom meeting, and they're all, like, have a coordinating, like, okay. color scheme, everybody in the whole meeting. All wearing red. Yeah, so she has this little meeting, and she tries to convince them that they should, like, sell part of the land as, like, a back to the government as, like, a sanctuary for the, like, the people that they stole it from. Okay. And then use the money from that sale to rebrand Blossom Maple Syrup to kind of, like... Get away from Get the... away from their history. Sure. You know, everybody shoots her down and is like, no, we will <laughs> never do that because she killed their uncle and they're like this is payback we're never gonna help you with anything pretty much we love stubborn old people yes and so you know cheryl goes to her mom and tells her mom about all of this and she's like they won't even like work with me and what will it take to like clear our family name you know and then her mom is like cheryl you should take a vacation but don't go alone make sure that you have a witness what and she she's like, you. Daughter? She's like, you need to get out of town. And so Cheryl's like, okay. So then her and Tony take this little like mini vacation, and she comes back, and she walks into like their living room and this little house, and Nana Rose is sitting there with like a black veil on and like wearing like all black, and she's like, Nana, what are you mourning? And she's like, our entire family. She's like, we are now the only Blossoms left. They all poisoned themselves. Oh, the mom did it? Yes. Yes. Okay. She comes out of the bookcase to say so. Yeah, because Cheryl's like, (laughs) oh, really, mom? Did you have something to do with this? And her mom just pops out. And then she's like, consider this an early graduation present, killing our entire entire family. family. Congratulations, you graduated high school. Do people know that she's alive? No, right? No. No, um, they don't know okay. that she's even there. So I guess there are no suspects? No, well, and they all left notes about how they were sacrificing themselves because they were ashamed of all the like atrocities that their family committed. And so this is their way of atoning for that with their lives. <laughs> the way the show plays with <laughs> life and death is I know. so troubling. I know. Crazy. It's just like totally fine, no consequences. Like no build up either. No build up. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we don't need to worry about no, them anymore. We'll, we'll they're just, just kill they're, them, they're and gone. And then they'll be out of the way and problems are just that easy. They're to solved. Solve. Yeah. They're solved. Exactly. And and you'll get everything out of it that you want. You know, and you know, Tony's probably going to be fine with the fact that Cheryl you know, like, led to the entire murder of her family so that they could be together. I'm sure she's going to be fine with that. I mean, she probably is. I mean, she's fine with Jason's body being there. And, and she, yeah, she killed all the uncle. The, she killed the uncle. And faking the cannibalism of him. That's true. Tony's going to be fine. Well, like, I don't know about fine. No one on this show is fine. Yeah. And, well, we'll see how she reacts. I'm curious. I mean, yeah, we should, like, stop acting like Tony's innocent because clearly her no, and Cheryl yeah. have, like, some bloodlust thing that obviously gets them off in some yes. way. And they're just like, oh, whatever. I don't know. I so, mean, there's a reason they're together. Yeah, so. they're, they're perfect for each other in that way that yeah. they're just willing, <laughs> willing to, to see people die for... I guess there's, like, 
it's not justified, but it is a good cause that they're doing this thing for, right? Killing people. No, the the, the like they're returning trying... the land. Oh, yeah. with that. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's like a, it's not justified, but it's like at least something good came out of it, I guess. And Choni, that's a good outcome. That is a good outcome. I mean, and also as long as they stay, stay together at the after the time. Yeah. Not that you you know couldn't stay together without killing your whole family. But I know. Whatever. I was like, I feel like there's another way to. <laughs> No, I don't think so. No, no. Elaine, that's silly. (laughs) That would take too long. Yeah, that would be too much hard work. Yeah, we have to skip ahead five years for no reason. See, it's important that they waited this long to show that Tony has a family so that this could happen. And also to bring in all of Cheryl's distant relatives that we never really That we never even heard of, yeah. All right, so that all happens in the span of like, what, 20 minutes, not even? Oh, not even. <laughs> it would be, yeah. That would take up too much time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's too much. Yeah. No, this entire plot point, yeah, is probably six minutes total. <laughs> they, even their vacation and stuff? They didn't even they show didn't their even vacation. They didn't even show the vacation. <laughs> okay. It was just you like, Cheryl leaves And then she came back with like a fur stole thing on her head. The... That's fabulous. I love that. No, and oh. like this, like, it was like a red coat. Yes. So Betty and Jughead are sleeping together in the same bed, cuddling. Um, and in the middle of the night, Betty gets a call from Brett in prison. Who? Brett, the preppy, the main preppy. Oh, right. Who um, they beat up at some point. Yeah. yeah. And then he got into prison. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they're just chatting on the phone in the middle of the night, and he calls... Jughead, Slughead, which was really funny. <laughs> I bet he fi- high-fives someone after that. <laughs> he yeah. high-fives himself. Yeah, he's like, Betty, I know you know the girl whose dad owns this prison. You need to get me put into solitary confinement right now, and then I will tell you info that you will... Need? Yes. Okay. And Betty's like, okay, um, let's try to do this. So she and Jughead go to the prison the next morning, and they're like, we want to see Brett, and they're like, he's dead. Okay. So. Death by suicide, quote unquote? No. No. Stabbed to death in oh. his cell. Okay. And his eyes were gouged out. Oh. Yeah. A metaphor? He saw too much. Mm. Well, Jughead was like, isn't it weird that we saw that sign at the last video set that said, God was God is watching? Yeah, God is watching. Oh, okay. So it's like kind of a And then his that. eyes are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like related. I don't know. Seems kind of fishy. After that, they call Charles, obviously, because, you know, he's in the FBI, and they investigate, and they're like, this is probably David, the video guy, but then Who? David, um... The guy from the Blue Velvet video. No, he's like that he's middle-aged man with the weird accent. He's in prison? No. How he did... owns okay. a video store. Why did they think it was him? He's been a suspect for, like, being the auteur. Okay. He's, like, their main auteur suspect right, right. now. Right. And so they're like... It was probably him because Brett like knew too much about him and was gonna like because Brett tell sold him like those videos and was involved in his you know like the All movie the raves. Mm-hmm. The yeah. fact that you're the fact that you're like doubting this is good. Your instincts are good. Am I doubting it? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you're doubting it. You're confused, but I think you should just well, own it. I know he's not the auteur. True. Anyway, so. <laughs> so they think it's David, but then David shows up dead, hanged in the bunker, wearing the owl mask and the God is watching sign. Yeah, look, looking like a suicide. Yes. Is Jelly Bean doing this? We'll tell you. Yeah, well, you'll find okay. out. So that's two deaths already in the episode. Mm-hmm. 
And Charles and Betty and Jughead are there. And Charles is like, looks like a suicide. I mean, it's not two deaths already in the episode. There's been plenty more. All the Blossom family. Okay, that's true. So what? <laughs> so. Eight, nine, ten? Um, she could count on. So we're at nine deaths yes. total this episode. So, so far. far. Yeah. So far. We'll get there. Yes. So anyway, Charles is like, okay, suicide, I guess this is wrapped up. And Betty's like, this <laughs> seems too clean of an ending. Like With the owl mask on? Yeah. Okay. Well, She's, and she was like, why would he commit suicide? Because he was a suspect. But yeah, he but he didn't do anything. Yeah, and she's like, "Why?" She's like, "That doesn't make any sense." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Betty coming in with a, doing a better job than the FBI again. Yeah. So then later, Betty gets a call from Donna, and she's in like the middle of nowhere in this random phone booth, and she's freaked out, and she's like, "Betty, Joan is dead. She was killed." Brett was killed, and they're coming for me next. Who's now Joan? we're at ten deaths Joan this is episode. Like, remember Joan Another and Jonathan? Probably, oh, the Tweedledee jo- Jonathan, them. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor Joan. She didn't even get a scene to die. She just I know. She was pronounced dead. They couldn't afford her. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then Donna's like, Betty, you have to help me. And Betty's like, oh, help you? The person who tried to kill my boyfriend with a rock in the woods? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, never call me again. Good luck. Yeah. I don't care if you die. Pretty much. <laughs> but Betty, she is curious. So she calls Joan's house, or like her mom. And, because I'm assuming everyone in this show has a house phone still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a corded house phone with a rotary dial. Yes, While they course. also use Zoom in the yes. same time frame. Mm-hmm. And their typewriters. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and everyone VHS has tapes. numbers. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looked it up in the phone book. In the phone book, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the white pages. While Jughead also got an email on his phone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she calls Joan's mom and she's like, hey, can I talk to Joan? And then her mom's like, Joan can't come to the phone right now. She's dead. Like the Taylor Swift song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the secret. Yeah. That's what that song is about. The yeah. actual murderer is Taylor Swift. Okay. Why did why does she call Betty for help? What's Betty gonna do? Because Betty's a mystery solver. But she's well, not the witness protection program. No, but I feel like Betty is the only one who actually knows the truth that's going on with Donna. You know, mm-hmm. even with like the truth of Donna being the mastermind behind everything that happened at Stonewall Prep. I, uh, I and uh, so I guess I mean I feel like she's the only one that she could call that would actually have any idea of what's going on. Without her having to explain everything. Yeah. Because, like, Donna yeah. doesn't know who's after them. She has no idea. Like, it could be someone who's after the Baxter Brothers contract. Yeah. Or, like, anything. Yeah. So, why are they killing all these random people? Well, we'll find out. Okay. So, guess how Joan was killed? At Eyes Gouged Out? No. She was walking through the woods on her way home. Rock. Someone came up behind her. Rock. Rock. Hit her mm-hmm. just like Jughead. I want a rock. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's how they killed her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like really creepy. So then Betty's like, okay, I guess Joan is dead. They're probably coming for Donna next, but like. Hopefully she's okay. Yeah, like what know, are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't know where she is now. So then Betty and Jughead on their way out the door get another VHS tape. Mm. This is too much. <laughs> It's a lot. We're telling you. <laughs> we were so not we even. We're not done. <laughs> not even started. We still have a whole tour to unveil. Yes. For real. The tape is inside Betty and Jughead's house. Like walking they through. Open the door. Yeah, and like go into the house. It's like the very start of the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the, the footage. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Middle of the night, like, they show Jughead and Betty in bed together, and then they go into Jellybean's room, and it's, like, her just sleeping so sweetly, and uh-huh. they put a knife by her face. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they stopped the video there, because then they were, like, scared and didn't want Jellybean to be, like, freaked out, because right. she seemed kind of freaked out. Was she watching? Was the whole family watching this? Yeah. The whole yeah. Time? Okay. And then FP's like, pack your stuff. We're going to the five seasons. We're getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> We're still going to stay in this one town, but. Yes. We're not going to leave town. Of course not. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Never. There's a mystery afoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So while they're chilling at the hotel, Betty turns to Jughead and she's like, I have a theory. She's like, who besides Charles would have access to our house, be targeting us, know all of our stories. Well, and she's like, who likes to bug phones? Yeah. The fact that it took her this long. Right? I know. The fact that it took her this long. I know. I know we were seeing, like, him listening in on the phones, but, like, he's been creepy the whole time. The entire time. She knows he's been creepy the whole time. Mm -hmm. I mean, she did suspect him in the beginning for a long time. And then he had that miraculous thing where he's like, I'll help you cover up this murder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Earn her trust. I mean, I guess. Well, I feel like, though, she never really did fully trust him. No. Like, when you look at her behavior the whole season, she was suspicious, but, I mean, she didn't have any proof of anything. I think we were just led to believe that she, like, gave up on, like, trying to figure him out. So, anyway, her and Jughead go back to the house, call call Charles there. He comes in, and she's like, I found your bug on my phone. I know it's you. You've been murdering these people, haven't you? And he is just so creepy. He's like, yeah. It's me. I killed Brett. I killed Joan. I tried to kill Donna. But I only kill people who did bad things. They did bad things. They Does deserved it, it. Yeah, and who this I'm doing it. Monologue? I'm doing it like to protect the people I love and care about because yeah. they did Jughead and Betty Ron. So they deserve to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And David had that whole like, you know, raunchy video thing going on. That was bad. He deserved it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is this like a God is watching kind of a thing? Yeah, well, it's very similar to the Black Hood's shtick. Yeah. Oh, Which was interesting. Mm -hmm. Because serial killer genes. Mm -hmm. Even though he's he's not not related to hell. He wishes he did. I don't know how the lineage of the serial killer genes works. (laughs) It's it's a giant plot hole. (laughs) What? (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Riverdale has plot holes? No. (laughs) Never. Well, and I love, too, how, yeah, Betty's like, well, because you're a serial killer. And he's just like, oh, you're so good at finding us, Betty. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like. He doesn't do he's like, does he? <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, though, he's, like, so proud of everything yeah. he's done. He's not like, oh, man, you caught me. He's just like, like well, wow, Betty, you finally been, figured it out. I'm so yeah. proud of you. And I'm proud acting, of what I've been like, doing. When are you going to freaking notice me? Yeah. I'm right here. I know. I'm and he's like, he like, what? He seems like he thinks Betty's going to be, be happy like, about well, it, too. Well, well, you scamp. Like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, and she pulls a gun on him. When did she get a gun? Is that the same one that she had that the Black Hood gave her? Or I don't she, know. I didn't even notice she the gun. She did one in the... In, in the... <laughs> you always notice the weapons. <laughs> I'm, like, paying attention to, like, the dialogue in the late. It's just, like, noticing the actual And Cheryl's fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> she did get a gun at the motel, at the hotel... Um, oh holiday yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> the holiday yeah shout out to pitbull <laughs> he's a big fan um. <laughs> yeah so she pulls a gun out and she tells um charles that he is going to confess to these murders he is going to be arrested 
Betty's telling and, him this. Yes, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You're gonna confess to this. You're gonna have to pay for this." And Charles is like, "What?" My, he's like, "My life is in your hands, Betty." And that's when she pulls out the gun, and she's like, "Yeah, and you're gonna confess." <laughs> and apparently, he does because it just because the storyline needs to end. Well, yeah, and she, it just kind of cuts after that. She tells him she's gonna confess to the videos too, and he was like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, I didn't do the videos. I'm not the auteur, Betty. I'm just a serial killer." And yeah, she's like, like, what do you mean you were not the auteur? Like, this whole time they were thinking it was the same person. Yeah. We were thinking it was the same person. It's, or at least a yeah. tag team of some sort. Yeah. yeah. And so then they're like, well, who would it be? And he's like, and he like laughs because he knows who it is. But he's like, a teacher wouldn't just give you the answers. You guys will figure it out. Yeah. Like, he's doing them a favor by letting them solve the mystery. Yeah. Like, he's their mentor. Fun. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So then we're like. Well, dang. Then who is the auteur? They say that. Huh. Yes. <laughs> they look Just the, like they that. They look at the screen and they're like, do you know who the auteur is? <laughs> and then they wait for like five seconds like Dora. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is Jelly Bean. Good job. job. Stand up. Stand, Stand up, up, please. <laughs> Run after Jelly Bean. Run away or the Black Hood will get you. <laughs> say, Black Hood no killing. Black Hood no killing. <laughs> black Hood no killing. <laughs> <laughs> Then Bughead's talking, and Jughead's like, are you okay, Betty? Like, we just went through a lot of stuff with Charles, and like, how are you doing? And she was basically like, you know what? My it brother being a serial is. killer is whatever. <laughs> She's like, of course, of She's course She's like, Mondays, is. am I right? Yeah, <laughs> truly. She's like, this She's is like, nothing new. She seems so apathetic, just like, of course. Yeah. She's not, not surprised. Yeah. I If I was her, I would be like... I knew it. I knew you were creepy and weird and yeah. you were up to something. Yeah. Which just like, bummer. Because, like, she had a brother and now he's a serial killer, too. And Well, and she had, like, Chick, who she thought was her brother, but fake brother. Now she has Charles, who's her real brother, but still creepy. It's just, like, twice. And is, is twice. it a, a real brother because he's just trying to be a serial killer for what reason? Well, because he's... No, they did a DNA test on him, didn't they? I know, but, like, he he didn't grow up with her. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's not, like, a real brother, brother it, in that sense. It's just, like, so... Was, he was just insane? I... Ooh, you know what? I haven't really thought about why so yeah. much. Well, I feel like... <laughs> it's not like the writers didn't either. <laughs> no, I don't think they did, because I was thinking that, too, like, in the episode. I was like, but why would he even come to Riverdale? Why would he even because get involved in their lives now? To... My only, my theory was that he came to Riverdale because Chick is in prison in Riverdale. And, you know, like, they're in love. And so he wanted to be close to Chick. But... And he just saw this as, like, kind of an opportunity so was it a to co- ingratiate himself? And then he's like, oh, I actually am. But he is like, he's unstable. He's, I feel like he truly wants to be a part of their family. Yeah, though. I feel like he does like care about Bed, okay. Bed, Buck, <laughs> Betty and Chuck. He gets with Chick. Him and Chick meet. And they're like, we're going to be boyfriends. And then Chick is like, because that's how it happens. Trust me, I've, it's happened to me. And... <laughs> And then I went through a camboy phase, and it's fine. And, <laughs> no, okay, so they they meet, and they're like, we're boyfriends now. And then Chick is like, no, Chuck? No, what's his name? <laughs> Charles. Is like, I think I have a family that I just found out about. And then Chick is like, I'm going to impersonate you. And then he gets caught, and then goes to prison. And then Charles comes back and is like, oh, I'm actually... Yeah, where was mm-hmm. Charles the whole time Chick was pretending to be him? And did Charles know that... Ch- did Chick know that he was impersonating Charles? 
Well, Chick knew what he was doing. Yeah, if you remember, according to Charles' side of the story, Chick, you know, like, turned crazy, tried to, like, stab him or whatever, Mm -hmm. so then he left. Yeah. And I don't feel like that was, like, false. Because, yeah, like, Chick may have kind of gone crazy, and he, like, you know, and Charles got some distance for a while, but then he was like, oh, but I still love you, and then he came back. But did Charles know he had a family in Riverdale? Not until after everything happened with Chick, yeah, right? So that was just a coincidence? Because... That he was the real son because, that Chick was impersonating to be? But, yeah, because he had... <laughs> well, he... So when Betty and their mom came and met Chick, Charles had already left at that point. Yes. You know, so Charles didn't know about Alice and Betty... But until the farm stuff, Until right? later, yeah. So he didn't know that was going on. He didn't Chick know was that just he had like, a secret mom and... Correct. Yeah, Chick, I think he saw the opportunity of like, hey, they're rich. I can live with them. I can so get Chick out of this. wasn't even this... impersonating Charles? He was impersonating Charles. Yeah. But, but did Charles... But Charles did not know. Charles did not know that Chick was impersonating him. But did think. Charles know that Betty and Alice were his mom and sister? No. After How did Chick went... know then? Because they told because him. They, they knocked on the door and they were like, hey, we're your fi- secret long lost family. And that's when oh, he was like, oh, I'm right. Charles. Right. You know, so then he pretended Charles never knew about so that they until found later. Out, and then Chick found out. And then did Charles find out through Chick, like, hey, you have a secret family? I don't know. Because we, we met... don't know what happened in the middle. We met Charles Why? when he was helping Alice go undercover in the farm, right? So, so that was a coincidence. Well, my guess is that Charles tracked down Chick because somehow he found out where he was. Because I feel like... After the plot could let him go? Yeah, after the okay. plot could let him go. My guess is that Charles like was trying to get back together with Chick and find him. Finally found him, talked to him. Then he found out all that stuff. And then he became an FBI agent? No, I think he was already. And then... He weaseled his way into the team with Betty at the farm. Yeah, but because that's not, he this because, is all speculation though. Yeah, this is speculation. So because he know. found out he had a family, and my guess is that he's like, oh, I'm gonna casually look like I'm casually like, oh, happened to meet. How her. did the reveal come about then that Charles was the real bro, the real son? All it came out because you know you found out Alice was working undercover, and it's like, oh, and the FBI agent I'm working with is your brother, your real brother. Oh, it she was... just figured that out? Charles told her. He was just, like, in her living room, like, telling her how her mom was working with the FBI undercover at the farm. And then he was like, I'm not just a random FBI agent, I'm your brother. I'm your brother. It's just so convoluted and stupid. Oh, and the fact that yeah. he ended up being a serial killer for no reason... Right? ...is so dumb. This is the probably the worst character arc <laughs> that has ever existed. Okay, but it's been such a mystery... And such a ride. But a mystery for no point. That's like if next episode of River Tales, I was like, guess what, guys? I'm actually a dolphin trainer. Oh my. It's like, yeah, there's mystery and there's shock, but... But why? But why, though? Yeah. But, oh, I'm sorry that we had to go on that giant... I know. ...about yeah. Charles. It's just... It's so bad. Anyways. Yeah. But I'm satisfied because I knew he was bad. And for a long time, they had us believing that he was trustworthy. Yeah. I don't okay, they had me and the peasant audience like myself. Okay, it would We're be a gag. A it would be a gag if Cheryl was evil all along. Because we didn't expect it. But we knew Charles was creepy, so it's like Yeah, it's like they planted all the creepy scenes. It's, it's you know, true. It's, like, it's true, but like they drug it out for 
a while. Like, over two seasons. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just axed it. And now it's done. Just so that they could have another show killer. Because <laughs> you need one every season. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway, the auteur. <laughs> yes. So, Betty's like, but what I'm really concerned about is who the auteur is. And then, how do they even, like, figure out his jelly bean? Is <laughs> well, Jughead? It's Jughead. Like... Because he's like, who would... You know, he's like, who had access to all that information? Besides Charles. Besides Charles. He's like, who knew about, like, the stuff with him and his murder? Who knew about... You know, like the Jughead's story with Killing Mr. Honey. The Killing Mr. Honey. Who knew about just, like, stuff with, like, you know, like, Archie, Veronica, Betty, yeah. Jughead, and all that stuff. He's like, who would know that? And then he's like, oh, no. And he's like, I may know who it is. And then... It, like, cuts, you know, and then they, like, walk up into Jelly Bean's room and Jughead is, like, Jelly Bean. And she has, like, the, the paper and... mache mask on. She's like, <laughs> oh, I, this is something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's like, tell me honestly. He's like, are you the auteur? Oh, my gosh. And she's like, yes. And he's like, gosh. why? <laughs> and then it, like, and then it cuts. And then it cuts. Yeah, and he's and just like, question. He's like, why? why? At this point, we kind of knew it was her, but that was the question. It's like, why is she doing because this? Because yeah. it, it made sense. Well, we were speculating last week where it's like they're working together because Charles is a serial killer yeah. and he wants to kill. But if they're not even related, then not related at all. What is no. the story? Well, they explain. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. What was the commercial about? Um, Target. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah, we said you're cool, so. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, then Jughead is like, so we found out who the auteur is, and he's like, it's Jelly Bean, and FP is like, this isn't funny, you know, he's like, tell me you're joking, and he's like, uh, no, I wish I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes on to explain that the reason why Jelly Bean was doing it was because Jughead was leaving the Stonewall prep and she didn't want him to go. And so she knew that if there was some new mystery or something creepy going on, she was hoping that it would keep Jughead in Riverdale. Isn't that kind of sweet? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. And so, yeah, Jellybean just made, you know, like the recordings outside of people's houses and stuff. And she didn't want, she didn't, intend it in like a malicious way but she wanted it to be creepy enough and intriguing enough for Jughead to stay to figure out what it was but soon other kids got involved in it because she was going to the raves yeah because she met those other kids she started hanging out with Ricky again who I had totally forgotten about but was one of her friends during the whole like Griffins and Gargoyles thing who's creepy yeah who like got her into a bunch of trouble then Uh uh-huh and her dad like, told her she could not hang out with him because uh-huh. he is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> but he drug her back into, like, the Blue Velvet video stuff and, like, mm-hmm. all these bad friends. And then they just started, the videos just started getting out of, more, out of hand. yeah, out yeah. of hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jelly Bean is still, like, pretty innocent about it, though, because she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. mean for it to get... Like it was that. like a game to her. Basically. It was a game. It, like she didn't think and it, just it was because FP even like when they're talking, he's like, "Does she realize like what she was doing and what this was doing to people?" And Jughead's like, "I honestly don't think she realized it because yeah, it was just like a game that they were playing." So at no point did she say 
did she think to like speak out and be like, um, I did those videos of just the houses, but now there's this whole other thing. But she was like, she was involved in the other things too. But they were like watching, they were going to those raves and watching all those like snuff films and stuff. Mm -hmm. And to them, they were like, let's make some movies and like make our own version of this and it'll be fun. So yeah, because the initial idea was Jelly Beans because she's like, guys, we should make a movie. But then, but then it turned into, it turned into that or that's what they were intending. They were intending to do something that would get Jughead's attention. So she made the first one, you know, like that was her idea where like Jughead gets hit over the head with a rock by the Betty. Yeah. Because that was the very first video. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. And then after that was kind of when it got out of hand. They were just like recreating all the videos they had watched. But then it got sent to Jughead by her? Yeah, because she she wanted it. on the doorstep. Yeah, she just left it outside. Okay. You know what it reminds yeah, me of like, I feel is like um, it's... The, the killer clown thing that happened a couple of years ago, you know, where it mm-hmm. started out as a video yeah. that was like a fictionalized account of like a killer clown, like uh-huh. walking towards someone. And then it became like a happening in real life kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I know. Honestly, like this, I feel like seems, I mean, everything about it's not necessarily super realistic, but I feel like how it snowballed is very realistic, especially yes. with kids in that age group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, of them wanting to do something kind of like... Creepy and controversial mm-hmm. and, like, them thinking it's fun and not necessarily thinking about the consequences of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? And yeah. so I'm like, it makes sense. Yeah. And you know what? I wasn't bored listening to you guys recount how it was going down. I think it's pretty interesting and, like, the, the visuals behind it are, like, cool and mm-hmm. stuff, so. And I'm glad it's not another serial killer. I yeah. mean, this is something refreshing. <sighs> and just, like, a kid being, because... like, dumb. You know? Yes, like, yes. Like, not really, like, depressingly, like, oh, there is just, like, a killer who's out for everyone. Yeah. Out for this specific group of people in this Riverdale. It's like, no. It's mm-hmm. just, um, it's almost playing with their ego that they think someone is trying to do it to them. Well, yeah. And it know? makes sense for it to all be about them with Jelly Bean yes. being the one making yeah, that it. Makes because, sense. But, yeah, like, like, Charles, makes who's sense. just like, I just want to kill everyone in this group <laughs> yeah. because I because am I obsessed can. with Betty, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I think he was all just, like, trying to teach them a lesson and also, like, fulfill his serial killer desires. Yeah. Or Mm. whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope those aren't a thing. An actual different desires. The serial killer desires. Yeah. He said the FBI suppressed those, but apparently not. (laughs) No. He did that training portion way too much. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's just too much. (laughs) How do you get into the FBI? Aren't there, like, psych screenings? Oh, definitely. You would okay. think. All right. It's He's fine. just that good. Yeah. <laughs> because that's how he convinced all of us that he was completely innocent. Yeah, even <laughs> though he acted creepy all the time. With his <laughs> underground FBI bunker. Okay, but to with give him... four employees. To give him credit, though. He is hot, Kiana. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it is very distracting. He seems, like, it's normal like and herring. boring a lot of the time, too, though. Okay, but... Like, he's either, like, being creepy, or he's, like, just kind of chilling the rest of the time being a bad FBI agent. What did he ever do that was normal? Remember that one day Betty followed him around, and he just, like, went to Pops and worked out, and... Oh, I guess, like, went to an AA meeting. He went to Pops and worked out? Oh, I I know what you mean. Okay. (laughs) While he's eating his hamburger. Yes. He's, like, (laughs) doing, like... Lifting it to his mouth. Um, but just like fun little bughead news, Jughead got into Iowa and he was like, yeah, this school is small and in the Midwest, but I'm still excited. Because they have the best creative writing program. It's just like true. funny that they just like diss the Midwest. 
Yeah. But we laugh. <laughs> Just because it's in the Midwest in like a pile of shit. It's still nice. <laughs> it's still like exciting opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but. So he goes to Iowa. What yeah. is Betty doing? Well, no, he hasn't gone there yet. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he got in officially. Okay. Yeah. And they all were like, oh, like, this is exciting. And they all went out to like celebrate at Pops. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. It, was, it was just like a little moment. But, yeah. But Betty and Jughead were so cute. Oh, and my goodness. Yes. There's like all these little cute moments. And we have Always. to give them credit because. They're broken up. Yeah. yeah. And I was worried that it would like affect the bughead chemistry. Um, and we saved Archie for last because he Ooh. has a storyline and character development. Can you believe? No. And I can't. The acting from KJ Appa, honestly, was like the best I've ever seen from him. Good. I was like, nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it was so okay. refreshing. It was like, no, it was. Wow. He finally breaks down. This is the emotional yeah. climax yes. of yes. finally the entire... Yes. I mean... Like the entire show, I feel like. Yeah. Really? Satisfying. You guys are yeah. hyping this up. All right. Bring it on. All right. So it starts off with, you know, at the, the end of the last episode, Archie got that videotape of the Black Hood. Like when the Black Hood came and like shot his dad back in season one. Oh, yeah. From the so, tour? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he got the recreation from that and that like triggers him. Mm-hmm. He's upset at first. He's upset about the video and is, you know, like using his punching bag at like in the middle of the night. And his mom comes into his room and she's like, What is going on? Like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to like wake you. And also, while he's at the gym, Hiram comes up behind him, you know, and is like trying to choke him. Why? And he's because to, of to what he stronger? did. No, because of what he did to Veronica. And oh, he's like, He's like, Did, yeah. That. And he's mm-hmm. like, Did you really think? That you could get away with breaking my daughter's heart, you know, and he's like gonna wants to kill Archie. Sure, yeah. Then he insults Archie's dad because he's like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, huh? Because back in season one, you know, like Archie's dad and Hermione Lodge were like having an affair. Oh, were they? While Hiram was, while in, prison. Hiram was in prison and still married to Hermione, oh, which okay. I totally forgot about. Like, yeah, what a and you know, like, and Fred and Hiram were friends. In high school, mm-hmm. you know, so he's like, wow, you're just like doing the same thing that Fred did to me. And Sheriff Keller has to like get between them. At the gym? But like, can At I the still gym. call him Sheriff Keller even though he hasn't been the sheriff for like two seasons? But he will just always be Sheriff Keller. Mr. Always. Keller. Yeah, and so then he kicks, Archie kicks Hiram out of the gym and he's like, never come back here again. And then when wow. he comes back from that, you know, like he's like pissed, you know, and uh-huh. he's like super upset and he comes home and his mom is like crying in their living room and she's watching that video that the auteur sent. Oh no. And Archie is like, what are you doing? Where did you even get that? So then he like breaks the tape. He takes out his baseball bat and like smashes the TV. Oh. Baseball bat. You know, he like is taken back a little because he's like, he doesn't want to scare his mom. But he like goes upstairs and you find out that she talked to their uncle the long lost uncle. The long back. lost uncle. Oh my gosh. Coming he didn't back. Die? No. All right. So Archie's in his room using his punching bag again. And then his uncle comes in. It's like, Archie, you know, pretty much like, you need to like talk about this. We need to work through this. This is a lot that you're going through right now. And he's like, I don't want your advice. I don't want to talk to you. He's like, what are you even doing here? And so then um, Archie like pushes him 
he pushes back and then Archie just starts beating him up. And oh. he lets him. He's like, yeah, yeah and he's need to cope. Just, yeah, just and punch he's me. Like, just, yeah, he's <laughs> like, let it okay. all out. He's Not like, therapy or anything. No. Just punch me. No. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, let it out. Like, let out everything. And so then he like, Who? yeah, so he like beats up his uncle and then like breaks down like bawling. Rewind a bit. Okay. Before that, the dad in that hit and run accident visited Archie. At the gym, and Archie's like, "What are you doing?" Just to dig here? up some more trauma. <laughs> yeah, no, and he tells him that his son confessed. Oh shit! Okay. And he's like, "Could you please write that letter?" Because he's like, he's being tried as an adult, and he's like, "Your letter could make the difference between him being in jail for a few months versus years." Mm-hmm. And Archie, and he's like, "It was just an accident." But yeah, after they fight, his uncle Frank tells him too that he's decided to finally turn himself in. For all the stuff he did as a mercenary. Okay. And that has like a big impact on Archie too. And then Archie writes the letter for the son and forgives him for everything that happened. Because of the uncle who's the best character. (laughs) (laughs) No, and he says, you know, and he's like, my dad would not have wanted this boy to suffer for this Uh, thing that he did that was an accident. Yeah. And he's like, my dad. Yeah. And he's like, and my dad like believed in forgiveness, not revenge Mm -hmm. can we say in the preview we watched the preview for next week oh my goodness and it looks like there's a scene where veronica's pillow talking in bed with presumably archie okay and so we're just like presumably what i can see them getting back together for for one last night graduation night or something yeah graduation (gasps) and then veronica gets pregnant no 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 i don't think they they haven't done a pregnancy scare up until this point they're not going to no i'm surprised they haven't used that storyline right I mean, I guess Polly was like, they started the show with her teen pregnancy. But it wasn't like a. (gasps) And then we never saw those babies again, except sometimes. We saw them in season four. One of them almost got murdered by that creepy doll. I saw a video of the babies being thrown into the fire and then levitating. Yes. Yeah. What was that? (laughs) That was. This was the season where we thought, like, magical things were happening, but it wasn't. It was just drugs. And he was drugged. And hallucinations. Yeah. That was like the introduction to the farm. Okay. Um, <laughs> just like, I don't even... Oh, I don't yeah. Know. I love how you said that, and Elena and I are both just like, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, we, we know what you're talking it. about. The video is just so weird, where I'm like, what oh, yeah. show is this? It is. No, when I watched it live, I was like, what show is this? Yeah. <laughs> that season got very, like, um, what? what's the word am I trying to look? Like, not supernatural. Magic, supernatural. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you thought it was supernatural, but then once you figured everything out, well, you realized everything it was the gargoyle keen. Yeah. Was it very, was all like, just drugs? Mm-hmm. And, like, trickery. Yeah. Trickery. And trickery by fiends. <laughs> yeah. Trickery by fiends. With the audacity to trick. <laughs> Uh, okay. Do okay. you have a game? Or do you have any more questions? Do you understand what happened? Okay. Do I have questions? I don't because I think, well, you guys did a good job. Thank you. Yeah. Now you compliment me. You did a great job. Thank at, you. Okay. At listening and asking questions and being yes. shocked and dismayed. Well, and yeah. you had a good, you had a good job. I can't talk. You had a good job. <laughs> I had a good job. <laughs> Yeah. No, and you did a good job of using logic to imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. Impressive. Well, I don't know. How do you guys feel about the this this season? 
Well, let's talk about that next episode. Once it's done. Once it's done. done. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Do I have questions? I don't. I don't have any at the top of my head, so I'm not going to okay. force it. Yeah. Cool. I guess I have a game. Um, <laughs> you guess. All right. Would you rather is for Riverdale. Um, would you rather be in the Red Circle or the Vixens? Vixens. <laughs> Vixens for sure. You would want to go to a, a juvenile detention center with a boombox and, and do a number. <laughs> a number? Yeah. I mean, I would much rather do that than be a part of some vigilante teenage group. Do they do anything that, though? That just causes chaos. That's true. But one thing committed... the Vixens also cause chaos and commit atrocities. But I would rather commit the Vixen atrocities. <laughs> yeah. Vixen atrocities. And they have cuter outfits. Definitely. They do. They get I don't want to wear too. a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just get or hot be, and Or stuffy. be shirtless. You have two options. That's true. I would be in the Vixens too. I don't know why I'm defending it. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather get tickled for $5,000 but that video exists forever or get locked in a coffin for 24 hours? Get locked in a coffin. I would get tickled. I hate getting tickled. I do too, but $5,000. Can you tell me the stipulations? How long do you get tickled? Um. Oh, that's true. 15 minutes maybe. Oh, gosh. Straight tickling? Maybe. I don't know how long those videos are. Oh. It could be five minutes. And what's my other choice? Getting coffin for how long? For 24, 24 hours. hours. Oh, Wait, is it a pad? Is, is it a padded coffin like with the Wooded like satin? Have. No, it's just a, a wood box. Just a wood box? I would still choose a wood box. You hate getting tickled that much? Yeah. But you're not claustrophobic? No. As long as I knew it was just 24 hours, oh, I would just dude. take a nap. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I could be prepared, I would go in the coffin because I would just wear an adult diaper yeah. and like just prepare myself to, yeah, take a long nap. You get $5,000. Yeah, and that video exists forever. Oh, what? I don't Have you guys seen it. a tickle video? No. No. I don't I want don't somebody get watching tickled. me getting tickled. But also like, okay, if someone tickles me even for 30 seconds, and that's an ex- insanely yes. long time. Like, I was tortured. Yeah. I was about I to say, I hate getting tickled. Like, but I if I knew it. I was getting tickled for 15 minutes, then I would be fine with it. No, it's like a form of torture for me. It is. It's like, I would, like, being in a coffin. I think the boredom would torture me more. Like, if I'm not doing something for a full hour, then Who says you can't have your phone? Uh, I did, just now. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was like. (laughs) Did Jughead have his phone? No. No. We're going by Jughead rules. Okay. Yeah. I still choose coffin. Okay. Would you rather do Fizzle Rocks or Jingle Jingle? (gasps) Oh, what's the difference between them again? I I heard Fizzle Rocks gives you the seizures. And Jingle Jangle just makes you hallucinate? Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Yeah. Also, I like pixie sticks more than pop rocks anyway, so. True. Oh. I like me some you pixie got me there, sticks. Though. I like pop rocks a lot. Ooh. So would you do the fizzle rocks? No, because I don't want seizures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even for some fizzy pop rocks? No, I'll no. do jingle jiggle and then I'll just eat pop rocks. I was, that's, yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. I was like, just eat the real pop rocks. Yeah. You don't have to snore jingle jingle, right? It's, no. It's like you can take it any way you want. Anyway. You could literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's up to you. It's up somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I have one where it's like, have your brother's corpse living in your house, but I don't have the other part of it. Oh. Oh. Okay. Would you rather have your brother's corpse living in your house? Or find out your boyfriend's your half brother. Oh. Oh. Boyfriend, half brother. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's a tough one. How, for how long? Like the same length that Cheryl has hers? Yes. Which is probably like a um, few months. I would do that. You take the brother corpse. Yeah, I would get used to it after a while. Oh, oh gosh. 
Does the brother corpse have to be in the same room? Like, do I have to see it? Or can it just be in the house? Yeah, you have to see the... it at least once a day. Like, maybe it's in your once laundry room or something. Once a day? Yeah. Oh. It, does it look like the Jason corpse, though? Yeah. Decomposed, disfigured. Oh, the smell. I was like, Do this... I already have a boyfriend who's not my half-brother? Or am I single with my brother corpse? You have a boyfriend. Yeah, that's true. Do I have a boyfriend in this situation that's not... Yes. Any, I know. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "Is my boyfriend okay with my corpse?" That's the question. Would I lose him for having the corpse? Is he too okay with it? Is he too okay? He's very supportive. Also, like, you could also be my half brother, so we're in the same situation. Yeah. I feel like I might go with the half brother then. Really? Oh no, I don't know. Does it matter which of your brothers the corpse is? No. Well. I'd rather have the half-brother, though, because then it wouldn't mean that one of my brothers isn't dead. Yeah, I, I, I think oh, about true. that, too. That's an aspect. And I'm yeah. like, I would be really sad yeah, if my brother was dead. I don't want that. Was dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Half-brother oh. boyfriend. <laughs> now, we're just so now we all have, well, at least we have, have, have boyfriends. Maybe we could swap. Oh. Whoa. Well, I can't. That would work. That would work. We'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> all right, so we all have bisexual half-brother boyfriends. Right? <laughs> All right, as always, we're Riverdale fans first and friends second. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe, tell a friend, and leave us a review because it helps with iTunes visibility. And follow us on Instagram at Podcast. See you next time. Bye. Bye.